after two episodes of cancer, I realized that it didn't make any sense anymore for me to live uh, my life the way I was living it, essentially with very little consciousness in it. I found myself very aggressive with people. About nine or 10 years old, I was almost thrown in front of a train in a metro station in Montreal. I was uh, almost killed uh, during my first trip in South America. I bumped into a bunch of guys who had guns. Uh, who were either drunk or stoned, and I wanted to solve a, a problem in between them and uh, a client of mine. I was most human beings for me were a threat. I would always be on my guard, ready to attack or defend myself, stressed out, ready to snap at any moment. And all those behaviors and reactions were totally out of control for me. They were all reflexes. Wow. So it's much later on that I realized that my rational brain, my, my non-ego part of my mental activities were almost uh, never present. So I was a reflex machine. All those things are controlled by mental activities. So if all that mental activity is driven by ego-driven motivations or control, then yeah, you're always, always reacting. We are still struggling at identifying what consciousness is and neuroscientists are just beginning to investigate some of the activities in the brain that could be associated with consciousness. Approaches that have been developed that we found can reduce stress, can reduce anxiety. So we know the impact of meditation on the reduction of stress and anxiety. That is essentially data and findings from behavioral neuroscience. So, but at the core of what the mechanisms are, we're still in the dark, truly, unfortunately. So we know that there's a, a number of centers in the brain, including the thalamus, uh, the hypothalamus, the hippocampus, that are activated particularly, but not only when we are aware of our environment. And, and there are other areas like that in the brain uh, that are particularly activated when we are, for instance, more focused on what's going on inside ourselves, such as during most of the meditation approaches. So I'm a neuroscientist, so I obtained a bachelor degree in, in uh, phys ed to get started at the University of Montreal. Then I did a master degree at the University of Quebec in neurophysiology. And I moved to Manitoba. I did a PhD degree in, in uh, neurophysiology as well, in motor control and restoration of unconsciously controlled uh, motor behaviors. I, I think having big shocks in your life, often, unfortunately, there are negative shocks, helps to desire to find a motivation to change that, that automatic pattern that is there all naturally. I mean, during an increasing number of neuroscientists who are interested in consciousness and the neurological basis of consciousness, 85% of those who say they have practiced meditation, I've done it only once a year. Most methods of meditation to get started, they ask you to be aware of your breathing during 10 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, which is a reason of failure for most people. So yeah, instead of focusing so. on breathing, which is uh, just the tip of the iceberg of what consciousness is, we should, we should just do it. The easiest way to start 
is with walking. Sure. Exactly. So from another perspective, you never die. You just transform yourself. Leader, uh, to most religious leaders, are going to say that the soul or uh, the spirit is something immaterial that survives death and lived in the afterlife. With consciousness, you're dealing more with something that doesn't survive death, that doesn't live in the afterlife and, and is totally attached to the body. It's part of the body. It's part of the brain.